your local enterprise office, making it happen for Irish startups and small businesses at localenterprise.ie slash start. Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast series brought to you by your local enterprise office. I'm Conal O'Moran. In this episode, I speak with Sheila Brady, co-founder of SAR Consultancy, and I asked her about her bizarre business journey beginnings. So um, I suppose it really started going down uh, Bray Main Street when I was three. I saw a guard and um, I said to my mother, I wanted to be him. Uh, We had the gender talk, but at three, I still uh, was saying I wanted to be him. Um, And then that took my, I suppose, my whole role throughout school was to join the guards. So in uh, July 98, it came true and I entered the gates of Templemore um, to start my journey as a guard. I lasted 14 years, um, some great experiences during that time. I think the most um, impactful was a year uh, where I got a scholarship in the name of Jerry McCabe uh, to study in New York, um, a Masters in Criminal Justice in John Jay College. Um, and I met a, a, a professor there, David Kennedy, um, and he explained, you know, about kind of the importance of hearing everybody's voice in the criminal justice system. One voice often omitted is that of the offenders. And it really changed my perspective on um, how even policing was done. And he um, said something like people like us. Um, and I couldn't even believe that he would put me in it, the same sentence as himself. And he was saying people like us who kind of straddle that fence of academia and operational stuff. And I think that was where the journey started, really. And that was the trip switch, as I'll call it. And why did that resonate with you? Or what was it about that phrase, people like us? I probably never felt I fitted in the guards, totally. Um, I often felt I was the one who put my head above the parapet, and you know, on occasions, much probably to a lot of my manager's annoyance. Um, so I think it was the first time I really felt actually he was explaining that there was a group of people in that area. You know, I, I probably felt as if I wasn't that kind of one person that had these views. And I think I also really wanted I liked academia. Um, but I also really liked the operational part and I felt maybe this human factor, this, you know, greater insight into people was probably the link where I could link both together. One thing that I've known about and learned about entrepreneurs is there's an itch, a constant itch to get out on your own. Did you have that? Did you ever have problems with authority or did you ever want to be the boss? Yeah, I, I don't think if you frame it that way that I'd agree, but I think I didn't really know I did have the itch. Um, and I had I don't wouldn't say I had a problem with authority. I had a problem when I just couldn't see their logic and they couldn't explain it to me. So if I if I buy into something, I buy into it and commit. But if I couldn't understand that and if they clearly couldn't explain it to me, that's when I got nervy. And that's when I think I would have a problem with just following the status quo, as they say. Well, it's a long way from being on the beat to SAR Consultancy. You better explain what SAR Consultancy does. So SAR is a consultancy service uh, that provides research and analytical products for NGOs, international governments, more increasingly uh, corporate services in terms of horizon scanning for risk. So we do anything from if uh, governments or NGOs are delivering programs in an area, we'll risk assess their programs or which could be 
one behavioral change how do you get people to, to change their behavior in a positive way or um, if they're running a big multi-million dollar projects they often want to do baseline research beforehand and we do physical risk assessments for people when they're having staff traveling to the field um, their own buildings and the security after London Brussels Paris that became more um, more kind of a line of our work so they, they're the two areas and now we're um, breaking into more technolo- technology in the form of S-MAN, which is a security travel risk management software solution. Well, let me bring you back just one step back to John Jay. And the professor tells you people like us that trips off the switch here. And then you say more or less, or maybe I'm going to paraphrase for you. I'm out of here. I'm going to set up on my own. What was that like? When did that happen? And were you still with the Gardaí when? No, uh, so I um came back to the guards knew there was I wanted something different but wasn't one brave enough just to take the leap and two probably stupid enough I kind of decided to plan so I did another master's in UCL in London a digital dando uh, scholarship and um, so I did applied um, crime science there um, and then I did an internship with the UN and I think that was me getting ready. And then I got seconded to Bosnia-Herzegovina with the guards to work with the EU mission there. Um, and it was from there I decided that the guard journey was ended. Still not that I'm going to go out alone. Um, had lined up a few projects to keep me going. And then the UN uh, contacted me and offered me a job as a senior security analyst in Abuja, Nigeria. Now, hang on a second. They don't just phone up and say. Uh... Yeah, I had been through their process. Yeah. Um, but actually to be a senior security analyst with the UN, they say it's one of the hardest uh, assessments to go through. Um, it's quite analytical and that's what they really train you on. So even when you do the interview at the very end, it's only to see if you fit because they know academically and um, analytically you can produce it. So those are the, the, the steps, the many steps I can hear that got you to SAR Consultancy. At what point, what, uh, what time, when did you finally say, right, now I'm ready, I'm going to set up? So 2014, we registered. Um, we had been, uh, my co-founder John Roberts and I had been evacuated mm-hmm. from Libya. Um, and we were working there with the EU mission. Um, so we got evacuated and a couple of months later, our contracts were terminated. And that really was that impetus to say, actually, we could do this on our own. Um, we had a great uh, network. John had worked in the conflict, post-conflict environment for 25 years. But had nothing to do with security forces or anything? Well, he was procurement and logistics and administration. And in the latter years... But he's a techie. Ex- yeah, <laughs> I'd like to think he is. Um, and he, um, but in the latter years of the missions that he was, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Libya, he was doing a lot with security tenders. And so he was well aware of security, um, but also security is just one element of risk and actually making things happen. It, you know, as procurement and logistics people do, is key to, to us. We're not about telling people they can't go to places. We're about telling people, you know, do your business, keep your business up and running as much as possible in times of crisis. And as much as we, I suppose, our bread and butter initially was from conflict zones, we're doing that now in places like Dublin, you know, London and, and more stable environments. And the Leo has been fantastic for you. The Leo has been great. Initially, when we started, we probably didn't 
as a consultancy, we didn't really think it fit. Um, and initially I signed up to do the beginning, the business um, course, beginning your business course. Um, in Leo, in, in Kildare. Leo Kildare. Yeah. And it, I found that really great because we had, you know, professional expertise, but nothing about business expertise. And it was a great grounding, one, to know what you don't know, and two, just to make the relationships. And then we started doing more of the training, but still didn't feel that I, so it was our kind of lack of awareness that we could tap into the financial resources. Um, and once we started thinking about the tech product, uh, Leo were great. They were our first portocall and we were granted a feasibility um, study. So they part invested, like part funded the proof of concept, um, which has been great. And then we got a micro grant, which allowed us to go to San Francisco earlier in the year to meet venture capitalists and potential clients. Um, and then um, Istanbul to, to do a trade show. So and I would say that finance is great, you know, as a startup, but actually it wasn't really the financial part in the end that seems to be attractive, but it's their understanding of the ecosystem of startups. That was just something we didn't have. It was the networks and what is available in Ireland. We're so lucky to actually have willing um, supportive people that are willing to point you in the right direction was, I think, in, in retrospect, was much more important than the financial. Because you do have global ambitions now, as I understand it. And you, I heard you saying there, venture capital, San Francisco, etc. You're now preparing to become an Enterprise Ireland customer. Yeah, so we've been kind of, as I say, very lucky. We probably started with small ideas, but and it was one thing that Leo were very interested in, the fact that most of our initial clients were global. We hit that straight away and we probably underestimated because it was our network and it was our uh, bread and butter. But um, that was one thing. And I think once we got into the tech area, we realized that our product will have to have a global uh, reach and to actually have the Leo, you know, in your local community being the, the kind of supporters of that. It's really, really good. So, yeah, the, the VCs um, will be our protocol for to, to further develop the proof of concept. The Leos and mentorship has been huge as well. Mentorship is probably one of their hidden diamonds and it is fantastic. Yeah, actually, it's good that you say that. Actually, that was one of the first things I, I got from or the second or third thing I got from them. And actually, they were able to avail of an EI mentor for us, uh, actually a panel we were able to select um, because of the nature of our business. And it was probably one of the reasons we didn't go initially was we felt we were just a bit disconnected when you're talking about international security and counterterrorism. Leo isn't maybe necessarily who you'll think of, but actually they were really brilliant at knowing to get that match and it was no problem for them to go to EI and ask for uh, their panel of, of mentors. And it really set us I think it was in those initial meetings. I, I was always fearful of selling. Um, and it was in those and then later with the Ryan Academy at DCU that really developed that customer discovery, you know, that it's OK to speak to customers about products and especially important in the early stages. And that's led us now to have three testers for our proof of concept. So it, it was those early bits of advice. Um, because what you're alluding to there is that you have now developed a platform. Yes, yes. So yeah. you better you better explain what the platform is. Well, at the moment, it's called S-Man, which is a security manager but uh, we are in the process of uh, going through a rebranding for that so it's a security and risk management platform 
and it's aimed at enterprise customers at the moment and it will allow them to track and monitor their staff in the field. Um, and when we talk about the field, we often as our background is really uh, conflict zones and we were inspired to develop it because of that. But we've realized in these customer discovery meetings that it's more about business continuity, duty of care, uh, staff morale and looking after your staff when they're traveling. So whether it's to London or Paris, we all know things can go wrong and this will allow them to have instant contact with their staff members to ask them to check in, provide them with information that's all available through a desktop solution. And then the user will be able to access through an app on their phone. And unlike our competitors who are quite like you could be in New York and you're getting information about San Francisco, ours will be geofenced to ensure that people get relevant, timely information so they're not bombarded with uh, security information that they haven't got the capacity to, to analyze quickly. So today, Kildare, tomorrow the world? Who knows? Yes, yeah, it's it's looking that way. <laughs> and when you started off, did you ever, ever imagine that this was possible? No, other people saw it in us. Um, and I think it took time for us to actually be believe that we could, that we could live up to what was kind of other people could see was mapped out for us. But I think if you are actually, and you do take that time maybe to be un-Irish for a while, um, we realise that we have really interesting components, really good experience between the two of us. Um, John says, say, he makes things happen. That's really the procurement and the logistics part. And my security knowledge and both of our networks, it really allows us to understand, not from a desk, but having been out there, um, and I think bringing that together and then actually having the idea following through and having used um, consultancy services and tech services in this area before we knew what was needed. Um, so, no, I, I think other people saw it. We didn't. Finally, what would be the one top tip that you would give to anybody going into a Leo for the first time with an idea, big or small? I think to just go in the door, make that first contact um, and then really listen to them because they do know. And if they say, yes, it's a good idea and they kind of support you through it, believe that they have seen so many ideas come and that sometimes they might get you to tweak it or things like that. But that's all based on coming from the, the right place. Kildare Leo for us have been phenomenal um, and they're only part of a greater ecosystem, the Kildare Chamber of Commerce and in Kildare and uh, the Leo work very closely. So you might go in and meet one person, but you've access to a, a huge team um, all willing you on. So as I say, just make the, the call the first time and no idea is a bad idea. Um, and sometimes it just needs polishing, but they're the right people to help you do it. Sheila Brady of SAR Consultancy, continued success. Thank you. This podcast was produced by Team SBS Podcasts on behalf of the local enterprise offices. It was recorded at Collaborative Studios, Dublin. Making it happen with expert advice, mentoring, training and funding supports. The local enterprise offices are supported by Enterprise Ireland, local authorities and the Government of Ireland.